What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? As you can hear from this being crisp, clear, and concise, my beautiful, sexy voice is coming to you through my regular microphone, which means that I'm back in my base. So, yeah, and we are going to be dropping episodes just like we've been doing it. We're coming back full force this year. You know what I'm saying? And we're setting things up and taking it to a better level from here. But anyway, we got a lot to talk about about the news today. We start off with COVID disrupting everything. Omicron just out here like, yo, I'm in town and I'm taking over everything. I'm not as terrible as my brother Delta, but I'm still going to take over everything. Like everybody about to catch a piece of meat. Everybody going to know I'm around. It's like one of those loud people that enter our place and they're like, everybody must know. know. It's like Nigerians when we enter anywhere. It's like everybody must know that I have arrived. You know, that's what Omicron is basically doing to the entire U.S. right now. Last week, 5 million U.S. workers were forced to stay home due to COVID, according to Andrew Hunter, a capital economic researcher. This equates to about 3% of the total labor market. This is leading to a major cascading effect in critical industries like healthcare, education, where getting replacement is not as easy as looking at somebody on the street and be like, yo, man, you want a job? Yes, come work for us real quick. We need some help. It doesn't really work that way. It's causing all kinds of different adjustments to have to be made. For example, for schools in California, a superintendent had to return to his old stomping grounds and teach physics after 300 teachers in his district got infected with COVID. We already know about the thousands, I mean, literally thousands upon thousands of plane fights that are getting canceled every single day due to COVID staffing shortages. Unfortunately, though, even with all of that being said and all of us talking about all oh, people having to take time off the work due to COVID, unfortunately, not everybody has the ability to take time off even if they wanted to. Only about 33% of hourly low-wage workers, which are those who are really dealing with this issue and those who are really actually facing most of the problem because guess what? They're customer-facing, all that good stuff, all that stuff where the transmission could possibly happen. Only 33% of them actually have um, sick leave, actually have the ability to get paid to stay at home. That's not happening. Remember earlier in the pandemic, every business was like, in order to mitigate the spread, we will pay you to stay at home. Well, that completely is getting wiped off the pay- table. All of that bonus money, all of that bonus, everything that they were doing to try and help people stay at home. Yeah, all of that stuff just flew out the window. Two of the largest private employers here in the United States, Amazon and Walmart, cut their paid leave last week to meet the CDC standard for the shortened isolation period. Economics do not expect the effects of Omicron to remain for extended periods, but say it will be like a blizzard, a short, acute, sudden pain, and then we'll have to dig our way out and find our new footing in this new world of Omicron and this new world of COVID, which doesn't seem to want to go away ever. Like we're in month 2021 of this thing. I mean, it took the Spanish flu 10 years before it went away, as my sister was telling me. So COVID is going to take a really long time. Even with technology and all the stuff that we have, the problem is technology can can solve for stupidity of human beings. And so it might take us even longer because, you know, that's where we are right now. But anyway, anyway, 
Uh, businesses are also using this opportunity to start retooling their entire business, to start finding new ways to do the same things. They're like, yo, if people are going to be out all the time, maybe I need to automate a lot of these processes. You've probably started noticing a lot of this when you go to different retail stores. A lot of them that were literally anti having cashierless checkout centers are having cashierless checkout centers. I mean, places like Kohl's or Ross, those places are beginning to put these systems in place because they're like, yo, we don't want to be dealing with this all the time where we can't have a fully staffed store. We can't do all the things that we want to do. So there's a lot of changes being brought on by COVID and some of them we may not like and some of them might make our life a little bit better. Stock market valuations might just start to matter again or in the stock market valuations might just beginning might just be beginning to matter again last week we saw tech stocks get absolutely demolished with the bellwether for the sector the qqq being drawn down about five percent and arc everyone's favorite no profit tech etf getting crushed about 11 percent for the last few years high growth stock tech stocks have been dominating in an environment of easy money but that is quickly changing as the fed announces a faster taper and having more interest rate hikes this year we saw the 10-year treasury which is the basis of most interest rates hit a two-year high of 1.7 percent and is continuing to rise this makes more risky investments not as appealing to investors so they are moving their money away from these massive overhyped tech stocks into safer bets like banks which banks heavily benefit from when interest rates go up because guess what when they loan that money out they can make more money from it when they loan money out so question that some people may be asking themselves right now is like what do i do as an investor do i need to make any moves well if you're a passive investor meaning like if you just buy index funds and you don't pay attention to it and you basically like you just dollar cost averaging and you're buying index funds automatically there's nothing for you to do you're exposed to everything anyway so there's nothing for you to do for those of us who try to pick single stocks even says as always there's still nothing for me to do really because i always buy the most the safest investment i always buy the best value the best bang for buck i find good companies and invest in those good companies so nothing has changed for me but i i will say like some of these tech companies as they continue to get crushed it makes them a lot more appealing and a lot more interesting for me to start looking at because they're coming back to earth rather than being in mars or any other place in the atmosphere and even with me saying all of that on Tuesday, Jerome Powell went before Congress and talked about he has complete and total control over inflation and that the Fed will do whatever they want to do or whatever they have to do in order to handle inflation. And this actually sent stocks flying. As a matter of fact, all the losses that stocks had on Monday got clawed all the way back and all of that got cleared out. So it's pretty interesting to see how quickly and how easily everyone is looking for good news in this market. Stats of the week, 17. For the first time in 17 years, CD sales saw an increase. Yeah, CDs, you know, those old things, those compact disc things, those things that we used to like carry everywhere with us and we burn them and we put them in our cars that only had like 14 songs that you could put on those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are making a comeback apparently with Adele and Taylor Swift bringing them back to life. My only question is, but the why? Like, how, how is this happening? Like, why is this happening? 
Like vinyl, I get. Vinyl is dope. Vinyl is super cool. It has that crackling, popping thing it has going on. CDs gets crashed up. Basically gets useless after a few use. Like, why? But then again, a lot of these Gen Z kids, they've been using wired headphones again, which I don't, I don't understand. Because I remember the life of wired headphones. You were always running into stuff. It was always getting caught on random ass stuff. So, so somebody explained to me like, but Gen Z kids, like they just, they're so nostalgic. They're like super nostalgic. They want that analog feel. They're tired of this digital world that we are moving into. You know what? It's okay for you people. We will enjoy the digital world. I love my wireless headphones. I don't like it. And wired headphones getting caught on every single thing when I'm trying to walk around or work out and all these things. All of, no, it's okay. You people can carry all the wires. You, you can use all the wires. The rest of us will enjoy our wireless life. Anyway, next number. 91,500. A man paid his employee, his ex-employee, with 91,500 pennies covered in oil. It wasn't bad enough that you paid him in only pennies, but you had to cover the pennies, like cover the thing in like motor oil. Like how crazy is that? How petty do you have to be? Well, the United States government got wind of this and they were like, no, 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 no. You can't be doing that. So the U.S. government actually sued the old employer, the old employee's employer, for $37,000. Because apparently he's been doing this and he has a habit of doing this to people whenever he, whenever somebody quits from their job and he has to pay them their last paycheck. He always does this and he has a lot of issues with back ta taxes. So the U.S. Department of Labor was like, yeah, because you're dumb, if you had just sent this check like a regular check, we won't be coming for you. But now we're going to cost you $37,000 in damages, which the number can increase as well. That is crazy. This could have only cost him $915. But look at what pettiness did to him. Look at what his pettiness did to him. Mm, so sad. Zynga, the creator of all the social media and app games that we used to play when we were in high school, and your parents now try to get you to play games like Words with Friends, Farmville, Draw Something, all those games that we played in college and high school. Well, not in college, like early college, like 2014, 15 time period. Like, yeah, when everybody wanted to play Words with Friends, like, ooh, add me, let's play Words with Friends. Yeah. But is <laughs> getting acquired by Take-Two Initiatives creator of all the games your parents never wanted you to play. Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption. News broke on Monday that the acquisition will be closed later this year and would cost about $12.7 billion. Take-Two has had a very dominant run on PCs and consoles, but has not been able to find its footing in the mobile gaming space. But with this acquisition, it can easily enter into the mobile gaming space with one of the fat, uh, which is one of the fastest growing categories in general, but specifically in gaming, it's the fastest growing gaming category. So I got bad news and even worse news. We'll start with the bad news. Bad news is it's tax season. So you got to start getting all those documents together. You got to start getting all those numbers together, making sure you have all your contribution statements, all your 1099s, all your W-2s, all the all that stuff. You got to start getting all that stuff together once again. But the worst news is you might not get your refund probably until like the middle of the year at best 
On Monday, the IRS will not sing in tunes of joy as they usually do during this time of the year, which brings pain and misery to my bank account every single year. They warned that due to 2020 and 2021, they are still playing catch up and everyone should pencil in delays for getting their tax return. The biggest problem the IRS has is budget and staffing cuts combined with increased workload due to all the various tax credits that were given during the pandemic. During the Trump years, he gutted the IRS because you know he was not trying to pay no taxes and he was trying to help all his tax evading friends not pay any taxes. And so he basically destroyed the IRS. And so since then, Democrats have been trying to refurbish the IRS, give them more money. Republicans are like, yeah, F that. We ain't trying to pay no taxes. Nobody want to pay no taxes, so we're not doing that. So Republicans keep getting in the way. So the IRS don't have the money. So yeah, nothing ever gets done. He cut the budget of the IRS by 25% and he reduced the staff to 1970s level. Our tax system is much more complicated than it was in the 1970s. And our population has grown from 200 million people to 330 million people in that time frame. According to the IRS, right now, one staffer has to deal with about 16,000 calls. That is a lot of calls and it's not even yet like true tax season yet. So what can you do to prepare for the season? One, you can file early. You can file online. You can get your refund via direct deposit. Don't get a check in the mail. That check might never come for the next couple of years. And you can expect mistakes from the IRS. So therefore, don't pay the fast bill from the IRS. Spend the time trying to get in contact with the IRS, which that will probably or file for an extension if you find mistakes from the IRS. But anyway, that is all I got. Oh, actually, the last the last sad note of the day of the week. Bama did not do what Bama usually does. Bama did not beat Georgia. Georgia beat Alabama for the college football national championship on Monday night. I really thought Bama would win this game, but Bama had some injuries and all this other stuff and yeah, it's just unfortunate. Like, Bama has so many opportunities to put this game away. They got down into the red zone so many times, like down inside the 10-yard line so many times. And they had to kick field goal after field goal after field goal. But uh, it is what it is. Both teams played really, really well until the fourth quarter where Alabama just could not do anything to stop Georgia's run game. And Georgia just ran all over them. But anyway, that's all I got for this week. It's kind of a short and sweet one. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And if you did, share this podcast with one person that you love, one person that you hate, and one person you're just kind of like, eh, about. And by that time, you'd have shared it with every single person that you know. But I'm gonna catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all, and I'm out. Peace. <laughs>